0: Movai and welcome to the Super Street podcast episode 19. Um, what is it? It's a uh, 4th of July, another fake holiday. Hey GK, how you doing? alright. And uh Don D. It's yo, it's hard, you know, it's hard because me and GK have done this so long to like go to somebody else. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> So it's, it's like, okay
1: man i'm the i'm the extra power of you that comes like after the last season yeah so it's
0: like i'm so used to him saying yeah i'm okay and then we go off
2: <laughs> you know i mean do you really want me to answer honestly yeah, yeah. We, we all want you to answer honestly. like we need a different show for that, <laughs> right? here we go yes
0: <laughs> but anyway um it is the 4th of july and before we start i just want to say um grails by way you'll fix that book real quick um grails by way don d fix the book um, Grills by Way has a new hat out to it's July it is the golf hat. It is a $100. Hit up Fred Matty or uh Ways World or Grills by Way on Instagram and copy your hat. And that's all I'm going to say about it. I have it on. Um, it's so also fire
1: hats by the way.
0: You know what I'm saying? I'm wearing the Grills by Way shirt. So hey, get your Grills by Way. Um, yeah, and that's all I'm saying about that. So, we have some guests you know, we have uh an awesome book that I was reading. I didn't get I didn't I didn't finish it, but it's an awesome book. Thank you. Um it's from Aida.
3: Thank you. Hello. Good afternoon.
0: How you doing? And I'm glad you're here because I've been wanting you since my old podcast to come on. If you remember, I was hitting you like, "Yo, why don't you come
3: on my podcast?" I know cuz I'm probably the best rapper you ever heard.
0: Yes, and yeah. rapper. Um you also do boxing. I mean, do you still
3: yeah, um, I don't compete anymore at the moment because once COVID hit and they mm-hmm. started doing testing and I yeah. don't comply, so, okay. so I just now now I just train.
0: Okay, yeah. okay, so we'll get into that. Don D, you have a guest here, so you introduce him.
1: The one and only Trippy Pins. What's
4: good? What's good?
0: Yes, thank you, sir, for coming and thank you for wearing my country's Rolandinho Brazil T-shirt. Absolutely, you know what I'm saying? The first guest to come in here with a Brazil item. Wow. I feel good. But anyway, <laughs> let's let, 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 let's start the off with uh yeah. show off with Aida.
3: Should have came here with some cachaca, right? Yeah, yeah, girl, you know. I didn't know you were Brazilian. Oh
0: well now you know, oh, now girl. you know. <laughs> um so let's start with you. So what made you this book is awesome. My thank you. My, you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, like my sister was reading it and she was just empowered, like she was just like, uh, eh, you know. So what made you start what what made you create this book?
3: Um, two things. One, I always wanted to write books. That's just like my thing. I'm a writer. Yeah. Um, but I normally, like I always give advice. I have a lot of, lot of life experience. I've made a lot of bad decisions. I'm still unfortunately making bad decisions, but mm-hmm. I learn from it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm always able to like just reflect a lot. I have an old soul, right? So I'm like a grandmother, spiritual grandmother in mm-hmm. a sense. And I figured why not take what I give to people that know me and just give it to people that don't know me. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I also need some money. And I don't want to work for another person, so mm-hmm. why not utilize my gifts, right?
0: No, I mean mm-hmm. the best thing to do is be your own boss. You know what I'm saying? If you got if you got the, the tools to do it, just do it. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Just
3: figure it out, man. The yeah. whole thing is a sham. You know, I don't I'm very anti establishment, anti system, so mm-hmm. I don't fall for the flim flam.
0: Yes. And, you know, also you do rap.
3: Yes, I do. I do. You know, I don't
0: want to. No, we could go there because
3: I'm. I'm. Essentially, I'm cross branding everything. I have products as well. People, I do weed. Can't. Where's your camera at? So I can know where. All right. Here we go. Weed cookies. I have bunnies. Sativa in the constraints. I do sal for aches and pains all made with cannabis mm-hmm. um you can dm me i can leave my instagram alligator underscore alfred mm-hmm. but yeah i'm an entrepreneur i'm a hustler i sell weed too i do it all and whatever you need if i don't have it i will get it
0: so, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so uh what what's the feedback you've been getting from like the book
3: for not Phenom- surprisingly everyone loves it yeah. i really thought that like people would be like what the fuck is this mm-hmm. um, i'm sure people probably do and they could be framing like oh this shit is good but i know I know what i have i know i'm very very talented um yeah. sometimes it just takes you to go through things to see in yourself what other people probably seeing you yeah um and that's really what it is so. but i know ultimately i'm great it's just a matter of me learning to check my ego humble myself mm-hmm. and just align myself spiritually i guess
0: yeah because i mean i like the fact because i've read I, i'm like halfway through it i just like the fact that it's like it's real it's not you know what i'm saying like you you read shit and it's fake and
3: that's that's also why i'm not a millionaire <clears throat> and it's why i'm not like. Up there with Cardi and nikki is that I'm too real, and that's mm-hmm. the problem. Like I'm 35, I've been around the music shit for a long fucking time. I just, you know, I don't. There's some gatekeepers, especially in New York, and if you don't conform and do certain things, or mm-hmm. if you're not willing to go with the crowd, then you know, unfortunately, you're not gonna get certain opportunities. But in the same token, like I said, I, I see things from a spiritual perspective, and you create your own opportunities. So. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah so oh, yeah you feeling that right i'm feeling i know yeah. i got really you quiet <laughs> breathing some life into uh-uh. yo he's it, right? like, i'm
1: listening he like he's in school like nah, he's
3: gonna go home he gonna he gonna kick this knowledge to some shorties I got Nah, you. nah, no i'm nah, a great nah, wing nah, woman nah, just nah, so nah, you know
1: I'm, I'm hanging out with you more <laughs> i'm hollering mm. polo if i'm if i'm not at the next show i'm where what show she at. Yeah, i mean she, gotta have
3: she, make some money
0: right We gonna listen this is the reason why i wonder on the show because even when i see it on instagram she's always like kicking some knowledge, it's like, like it's not no people. bullshit. Like she or, or she joke around, but it be some real shit. You know what I'm saying? Like,
3: look, I'm a bit not to cut you off because yeah. I was always that kid. I was too smart for my own good. Always the kid in class. I was done with my work before everybody else. So then it's like, I'm What's bored. Next? I'm bored. What am I supposed to do? So you know, just cause trouble or not really cause trouble. But I was mischievous. I was very, very, very savvy. I picked up on things a lot. Um, adults didn't like that because I was very, very perceptive from an early age, and mm. they couldn't bullshit me. And I used to see, I'm like, yo, like you, you want me to do this, but you're not doing that. That's mm-hmm. hypocritical. And because I always understood things, it was one of the like that's just I just have that tenacity in me.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, nah, you can see it. Yeah. Can and I
3: it. and I also don't like to impose what I view. You know, I'm like I have like a lot of young kids around me, and I tell them shit straight up. But mm-hmm. I don't want to do it in a manner of like, oh well, you have to, you know, no, like because they probably like, bitch, fuck you. Who the fuck are you? Like you don't know what I'm going through in my life. That you also gotta consider everybody's here to have their own experience, mm-hmm. right? But if you're older and you have experience. Share the fucking knowledge. And don't share it in a way that you have to do this. It's like, put it on the table. If they want to take it, they take it. If not, they don't. Mm -hmm. Simple as that. Because I know there's a lot of people in my life that probably tried to kick something to me when I was younger and I didn't receive it because of how they were trying to give it to me. Versus there were also people that kind of just like, I'm going to tell you some shit and I'm going to tell you the shit once and if you don't take it, that's on you. And then if I went the other way and then eventually I caught myself and I was like, oh, that motherfucker was really trying to tell me some shit and they didn't push it on me. And then eventually I would man up or woman up and I will go back to that individual and be like look like you were right about x y and z thank you for that information and those are the individuals I strive to be like in a sense Mm -hmm. so let me ask you a
1: question what's up listen to what you're saying I really feel the same way I feel about certain things a lot of people hate you too absolutely I think most
3: more people hate me than they love me even the people that hate me I know they love
1: me at the end of the day and a lot of people will turn around and come back it could be years later you know what what you said to me was real because I'm listening to what you talk, and I'm the same way from school and everything like that, too. I didn't really like school. I always said to myself, I need to learn to make money. Why am I learning this? I'm not interested in that. And then some people and I bet you money, there's a lot of people that was doing way better than you in school. I bet you money, there's a lot of people that' was doing this and that, and you achieve more than what they achieve. Because that's exactly I'm going through that now. Yeah, you know, with family members and things like that where everybody's like, "Oh, why? why you can't be like this guy and why you can't be like David and I was like when I was going to school I was the bad guy I was the one that was on punishment all the time but at the end of the day like I'm listening to how you say and you just keep it 100 and that's what I feel what's your birthday by the way
3: September 25th I'm a Libra I'm a Taurus I'm the scales Mm -hmm. oh we're both ruled by Venus
1: I'm very like blunt and then some Mm -hmm. people don't understand some people don't understand like being blunt about certain things you be real about it because you love them or you tell them how they feel
3: I mean i say this I've learned too sometimes you do have to consider people's emotional responses because um, I used to be like blunt 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 I don't give a fuck I'm gonna say what the fuck I gotta say but mm-hmm. then eventually I caught myself kind of like hurting people that I really love and not hurting them but like some people are not they're not built like me in a sense like I'm the type of person you can say shit to me straight I want you to say it straight because mm-hmm. I'm gonna take it better because I'm gonna probably be mad at you and I'm gonna show you I could do better than what the fuck Whatever you perceive me as, I could, sh- I could do better. Mm-hmm. Like, that motivates me. But I realize a lot of people are not built like that. That's also not necessarily a good thing. That shows, like, I came up in a fucked up kind of home because mm-hmm. I have that kind of um, defense mechanism. But in the same token, a lot of people, their emotional response is not that. It's like you you say, mm-hmm, and they, they, shut, they down, shut down. They shut down, I have to consider that, and I do, and I'm a woman too, and I'm more like into, like, I'm, you know, I'm biological clock ticking, so I have more of like the mo- the mama gene kind of mm-hmm. thing, so now I really want to consider mm-hmm. emotional responses, but yeah, you got to be straight up, like my um, godson, he was, what is he, like seven, 17, he was with me the other day, and I, he just graduated, and I was like, listen, I'm going to be real with you, everything you learn, you got to unlearn that shit, mm-hmm. it's all full of shit, I said, I love your mother, I love your parents, but I'm be, like, they're very straight-laced, like by the book, and I'm not trying to tell you how to be, but I'm like... Come towards me by anything, but you you know for a fact all of this is bullshit. Because he questions mm. shit, but they try to like ways. conform him into being what they want. And it's out of love too, right? Because you want your child to have a good life. It's like you follow the system, you straight lace, and your life is gonna be good. But when you look at the world it is, that's not the reality of the world. Like you could do everything by the book and you're still gonna get fucked okay,
1: up, And you be seeing there wondering why.
3: And then you're gonna be walking around with anxiety and you're mad, and then you're gonna start projecting. Mm-hmm. And you're gonna look at people doing way better, and that maybe their lives were fucked up. And now they're doing better and you wonder why they're doing better than you Mm. it's it's all up here. but you know that's it's all systematic we know it's an agenda you keep your your pineal gland closed and then you know you can do whatever
1: you want with the masses this ain't home and you know me from when i was younger i was the guy that didn't give a house listen i
0: told you that's why i had to
1: have a horn like this guy knew me since i was like i'm 33 right now i'm 33 34. And this guy knows me since I was probably like 17, 18, 19 years old running around. Little you are
0: dumb. You <laughs> a look who you dumb.
1: So, <laughs> he know what the deal is. Mhm. My man Trippy.
4: Yes. What up? What up? So, the so Brazilian t-shirt. The Brazilian merino Morwood, right. by the way, if you guys want to cop one of these. Might oh, be sold out, but yeah. Okay. Designer <laughs> so, from the UK.
0: So, nice. So, what got you into your whole business, you know, pens and um looks like you do customization and yeah,
4: not customization.
1: What? He does everything. All types of promotional products, Jackets, custom clothing products. And yeah,
4: yeah, what What's got it? you into what you do now? So uh basically just a lot of trial and error, you know. Like I've been um I've been in sales probably uh like my whole adult life, you know, mm. since I'm like sixteen years old. I have been in various forms of sales and um, you know, I work for a lot of different people. Um never really enjoyed high pressure sales and kind of like selling people things that they didn't really want. And that was, ty- you know, pretty much the only type of sales jobs that were offered to me at the time. And, um, my brother's an artist. Um, he used to do graffiti, that sort of thing. Um, got in trouble with the law a couple of times and we basically started a, uh, clothing company based on his artwork, mm-hmm. started reaching out to like Chinese manufacturers, figuring out, you know, how to go about sourcing and manufacturing products. And, um, Basically, we made pins just kind of like as a random product. Um, A lot of friends started asking me, like, you know, how do you get these made? Where do you, you know, where do you do this? Mm -hmm. And at the time, you know, dealing internationally was um, a bit more difficult than it is now. Right. Just um, more unknowns, you know, like sending money uh, without knowing if, you know, you're going to get ripped off or, you know, what the case may be. So, you know, just kind of started like that. Um, People just... hitting us up you know hey can you make us custom pins um eventually wanted to buy them from us Mm -hmm. so we started developing a catalog and um that's pretty much how we started
0: yeah so do you um and i know gk he he's had um history with dealing with um foreign hmm, as far as like um getting stuff made and stuff like that right is it really a headache? Because he, he's told me a couple of times, like, it's re- certain things is really it a headache. D- it
4: depends on, on how prepared you are, is, right. is what I'll say. Like, if you have, let's say, like, vector artwork, for example, mm-hmm. and you send that to a factory, yeah. chances are they'll be able to replicate because they're excellent at copying things. Mm-hmm. You know? And if you give them a file that's set up for that, it's very easy for them to do. But... If you give somebody if you give them like a napkin sketch for example and you say hey i want you to put like gold rings on this guy i want you to put a grill on him i want you to you know customize it and make it you know really dope and you know pop culture relevant and that Mm -hmm. sort of thing that's kind of where we come in and um kind of describe my business more of like a custom agency more so than just like production because we kind of handle everything from a to z right um so what
0: so what do you like doing as far as like I know you do you do everything pretty right. much but what's like your your go to like as far as like trippy pins is it just the pins are pins pretty are much like, the ban- the
4: bread and butter I mean yeah. that's you know what we do the most of I mean we have a pretty big wholesale business now we sell to um, a lot of different like um, streetwear stores hat shops. Um, you know, like uh, dispensaries, those types of places. We have, aside from this hip-hop board, I have two other boards. I have an artist board that's like um, collaborations with different artists, and then Mm -hmm. I have a 420 board, so that's all, you know, like marijuana-friendly and that sort of thing. So, Mm -hmm. you know, we hit like a few different markets, um, but I'd say the go-to is really the pins, and, you know, we also do uh, embroidery. I have like an embroidery factory out east, and um, just been kind of getting into that more heavily. And um, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Because we do have your jacket here
4: that if you want to you want to you want to pick it up uh one of you guys so you, can, so you can show it oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah, he has yeah. A jacket. so i mean this jacket was basically just like a plain denim jacket that we got we chopped the sleeves off put some uh sweatshirt sleeves on it mm-hmm. um custom cuffs on the bottom oh yeah, here's a trippy pin out. logo thank you that's yeah oh, just, i
2: see this pin over here you sell it to Scrapyard, right
4: yeah we do sell scrap Scrapyard. that's one of our stockists in the city west broadway shout out scrap yard
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um so you basically so this whole jacket is is you basically the whole like the jacket's yours too you
2: just
4: yeah it was just like a custom thing to wear at events and things like that just kind of like draw attention to myself and
2: so you're capable of making cut and sew yeah
4: we do we do cut and sew stuff as well i mean i don't really advertise it heavily um because typically production for that sort of thing is on a larger scale you got to do like maybe 50 100 pieces that sort of thing but for small you know custom work i mean we definitely um we do like varsity jackets custom for people and um we do screen printing we do um, you do almost everything we do everything yeah we do yeah wow i mean i've been in production since like 2011. how long has trippy pins been existing 2013 i officially launched the company september 2013 Mm -hmm. and i started going full-time with it in like um i'd say like january of 2015. so like six like six and a half years like Mm full-time you know and
0: how did you guys deal with uh you know covid hit everybody it um, did how did it how did you how did you keep your business afloat honestly COVID? the
4: embroidery was a major help because i um you know the uh, the factories over in china the shipping everything was just like at a standstill mm-hmm. basically so i had to kind of scramble to figure out a way to kind of create content and just do something creative and keep people engaged because mm. you have all these people sitting around scrolling on their phones without any form of real like entertainment i mean you know you're gonna exhaust your netflix eventually and whatever they want to have something enjoyable to to watch or whatever so i started doing like uh i did like a pop smoke patch i did um mm-hmm. you know just like a bunch of different like iconic we have the pop smoke one up there, right? yeah the pop smoke yes. one is right here. how
2: does yeah. the licensing thank go for yeah, these right things too. thank you how, how yeah. does the licensing go for these things so
4: actually this one i made as a um like a memorial piece like not not really to sell i made okay. them actually for like the family and like mm-hmm. friends you know like close to them mm-hmm. and um i was actually dealing with um somebody close to the family that represented the mother, and I was basically trying to get the licensing to go ahead and, you know, produce them in bulk. And that right, sort of thing. Right. I, mean, I have like a small amount of them that we kind of, you know, have for fans and things like yeah. that. But um, the the licensing basically didn't, you know, come through. I mean, it was just something that, um, you know, well, they, they decided not to move forward on at the time, but right. we gifted them a bunch of stuff and, you know, the relationship is cool with them. And, uh, you know.
0: Okay, um, well, GK, no, no more licensing questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Used <laughs> so to say that's even good. pop yeah, smoke? Yeah, please. No more license questions. Anyway, <laughs> for both of you guys, um, you guys both have businesses. And I think that's really good because, you know, COVID really hindered if you, like, was trying to get a check from someplace else. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. It kind of hindered that. Like, you know what I'm saying? How how did both of you guys deal with that? Because, I mean, you have the books and you have, you know what I'm saying? You do other things. Well, you know, they- you have a full-fledged business, too.
3: I mean, to an extent, I'm... I'm- I'm a hustler. I'm going to just leave it at that. Right. <laughs> so I've always been raised... You know, you, you can't ever depend on one paycheck because you never know what's right. going to happen. Even when I was young, my mom didn't just have one job. She had multiple streams of income.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, That was what it was. I was working a job. I got furloughed last year when COVID hit. And, mm-hmm. and they allegedly couldn't afford to bring me back, so I got laid off. Um, And that was that. But I wasn't... You know, I don't... I'm not sitting around waiting for anything. Right, right, right. Um, you know, I'm not... And I don't want to... I was... Honestly, going to leave that job anyway at the end of last year. But mm. COVID came, so I guess the universe was like, no, bitch, get out a little sooner. Mm-hmm. Um, And that's all it was. Hit the ground running. I'm down the line, I guarantee you, I'm going to be like the, the Madam C.J. Walker of marijuana. Mm-hmm. But, you know, right now we just...
0: Yeah, because, I mean,
3: yeah.
0: I always tell people you have to have three or four currents of income. So if they cut one off, you, you got still got this up. too. You
3: Not to cut you off, you also got to learn to be okay with being broke like there's nothing wrong with living within your fucking means you know what I mean like I understand that's it's it's hard because you want to fit in you want not fuck that like be broke let me tell you something I will shop at Target before I go to fucking Saks Fifth like for real for real Like, I I will not give none of these people my fucking money at this point yeah like enjoy that like save your money
0: one of the biggest things in the world is live within your means like you see all these people online and they're just you know, the, the fake stuff and yeah, got it's, all it's, these sneakers the Matrix, right? and clothes. It really don't so matter. Image, yeah. yeah, it really don't matter. It's just an image thing. Like, who yeah. gives a shit? As long as you got money in your pocket. She got very really nice packaging, by the way. Yeah, she's she awesome. You she
1: got some nice product.
5: But all right, in all
3: fairness, those are not mine. I'm just like a, a
4: retailer. distributor. Yeah, yeah. crazy. Oh,
5: all right. Yeah. Well, yeah, but, you, you know. The, the body cream
1: is good, too. Yeah,
4: we do that, too.
1: Oh. Oh, you make the packaging for the cannabis stuff? That's
4: dope.
3: So and you
4: know, actually can we talk because I might need for my cookies. Yeah. Rebranding, yeah. yeah. So we yeah, did the mass that. When Trippy pins is
3: on fire right now. I'm starting now. <laughs> I take all good feedback. Right. Well, all feedback, all feedback is good. Negative.
1: Rebranding. A lot of people do it already.
0: Rebranding. Yeah. Buy up
1: everything and rebranding. Absolutely. Like I
0: said last episode, um, there's people who you know they they look like whatever and don't even have two dollars in their pocket. You know what I'm saying? Listen. So it's like reality against you know. Fantasy, like you know, what I'm saying like, like that's
3: the, that's the Matrix, though, right? And that's yeah. what you know. If you are in that elite percent, that's what you count on because mm-hmm. that's how you keep your money. You keep everybody under your illusion. You make them think, oh, because all of this is advertising, right? Mm-hmm. You go to school, you get a job, you make X amount of money, so you could do what? So you could buy this. Mm-hmm. That's all. So you could buy shit. So why am I, Why would I pay you money? I could right. pay myself. I buy weed for myself. I pay myself all my products.
0: Mm-hmm. So what? um so, are you still doing? So, what about your your rap career? You oh, still? music! Oh,
3: absolutely. See, this is also this helps me fund my music, so I don't have to sell my vagina or my soul. Oh man! <laughs> <You know laughs> and I'm trust me, I'm worth it. If you ever hear me rap, you'll you'll feel. Oh the same yeah, way,
0: so. oh, no no. But I
3: keep I keep I, like I said, everything I know is spiritual, and sometimes you gotta just humble yourself and wait for when it's your time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I'm just working.
5: Mm-hmm. Do you I have got any? Some things.
2: Do you have any influences like for when you rap, like anyone that? female artist that you like
5: uh,
3: I'm, I'm very fucking confident and cocky but i will say this uh growing up lauren hill absolutely salt and pepper um mc light yo-yo um obviously little kim just like that was you know that's little kim biggie
2: what about jean gray uh,
3: i like her. okay i'm gonna be real with you the conscious they don't really they don't catch me I, okay. they, they can rap and they have talent and they're lyrical but it doesn't catch me. Like, I have conscious shit, but my conscious shit is not, like, I'm not overly lyrical. I'm I'm like this. I'm not walking around, hey, guys, let's all do some spiritual shit. Like, I'm going to tell you some spiritual shit, but this in a different manner. I, I have to be who I am, so.
2: Okay. I wanted to ask you about, <clears throat> at the beginning of the interview, you are talking about gatekeeping mm-hmm. and having to conform to a gatekeeper. I was kind of wondering if you could, like, fill in what conform is.
3: Well, I'm not going to go too into it, but just being a woman, there's certain things. All right, I'll say this. No one could complain about Cardi or Nicki and how they rap because I want to say back in like 2007, 2008, when like Remy was, she just got locked up then. I think like the rap was transitioning as far as women were concerned. And I remember when I was rapping like heavy, I'm not going to necessarily go into names, but... A lot of the labels, they were looking for women to sex it up. And that's really what, that was why for me, I was like, that's just not my thing. Mm -hmm. I don't knock anybody for doing that. I also, and I know I'm from Queens. Queens is very small. I know people and I don't knock anybody for things that they've done. You achieve what you achieve at the same. So I also know this is why I'm where I am. And that's why people are where they are if that makes sense but a lot of it was sexualizing the music this is back in 2007 2008 fast forward now the music is overly sexualized where women are concerned Too and everybody's much. complaining but i'm like this is what the labels wanted because i remember rapping and i could rap my ass off and i was around some people but the thing was always and, and i'm also an attractive woman so they look at marketing it's money i get that but it was about sexualizing music so, you so that's feel, what i mean by conforming
2: so you feel like the music is over sexualized from female rappers yeah there's no
3: balance anymore At least as far as the radio goes. Now, if you're, we live in the age of the internet. We have the freedom to make your choice. You could go and look for music you want to listen to. But as far as, like, let's just take children, right? You go to school, you're listening to the radio, you're watching television. It's the music that's popular. When I was coming up, I had little Kim talking about selling her pussy. I also had Lauryn Hill feeding you knowledge. I had that balance. Young women don't have that balance. I don't knock any woman that's doing what she's doing now. I would never knock it. I'm an independent woman. I support women making their own decisions. But once again, there's not a balance. So if you have daughters and your daughter's coming up, there's only one image of a woman that she's currently seeing as far as rap goes. Oh, and, and it's, it's once again, you know what I mean? Like there's not, women are multifaceted. Those are, there are women that are represented by that, but not every woman's represented by that. So
2: oh, I agree with you. I, just, I, nah,
1: totally I, mean, I was just explaining that.
5: That's all.
1: It just said that when you turn on the TV, like she said, now that's all you see. I don't even need to watch a porno no more. <laughs> put on MTV, put on VH1. I can see everything right there. So you feel like there's not a balance anymore? No, not for yeah.
3: not for young women, but uh, po- commercial-wise. But like I said, you can I I could go on Instagram right now and look up like like the battle rappers like in New York, like and they're dope. There's a lot of women that can yeah. rap, like they're mm-hmm. they rap. They just don't get the they get
1: the time to shine. Yeah, they I'll because be they're attention. not
3: conforming. They're not doing the sexual route. So. Hmm.
0: So did she answer the question?
2: Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. she did. Okay.
0: She got, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm, i ramble. So you going to I'm just so with I'm just playing with them. So trippy pins, what's cool. new what's new on the horizon from you? Like what what you got what you working on for like the next six months? If you can next talk about months. it.
4: I mean, honestly, we're doing a lot of private label production. I have some big like corporate clients that I'm doing some like back back end production for. Mm-hmm. So like I have like a branding agency that basically hires me to do all the production for them. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like a new account that I got. They're kind of, you know, a bit of a handful, but it's, you know, it's nice orders, you know, in the thousands of pieces whenever they order. Right. So it's worthwhile. And um, really just developing the the embroidery side of the business a little bit more, the screen printing. Um, you know, when COVID hit, I forgot to mention, we actually started doing masks that was kind of like a quick pivot oh, that we yeah, did. Yeah, you,
0: yeah, you, you know, we you did, probably made a killing on that. We did pretty
4: right? well with those, you know. But again, you know, it's like dealing with China. You know, sometimes the the fit isn't right, you know, and like the timing is off, and you know, we actually wound up switching factories over to like Eastern Europe for certain mm-hmm. things just to avoid, you know, delays and that sort of thing. But um, yeah, just like building out those parts of the business, I'd say, and the wholesale accounts, just getting more distributors putting these pins and more like hat shops and things like that because the the pins with hats now are is like exploding right like the fitted community w- mm-hmm. is like making all types of pins and like they're all collecting them and like weighing down their hats with them like mm-hmm. they're going crazy with them so i'm trying to just get my product into as many shops as possible that sell hats it's mm-hmm. like peanut butter and jelly they go together you know yeah. so is it is it hard trying to get the pins into the stores um, for ones that see the value, no. But for ones that don't really get it, it is kinda hard. Or do you have to do like a like consignment
2: a, type of deal, yeah.
4: right? No, I, I honestly don't do consignment. I mean when I first started I did, but mm. I don't really play that anymore. So you so you literally just come into the or, or maybe, you know, a rep of the company or come into the Honestly, store. a lot of the accounts that I get come off of, like, just connections that I have and people that I've worked with because the way that the Instagram world works is, like, it's all about who you're connected with, who follows you, mm-hmm. this, that, and the third, who you've done work yeah. for. So once I'm viewed on there, I'm basically cosigned by certain people. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if... Uh, a hat shop sees like a a hat wear like a hat designer from the Bronx that they idolize, and I'm doing his pins. They're like, "Oh, this guy obviously is worth fucking with." Well,
1: that's how we got you in Toy Tokyo. Yeah, like you said through friendships because me and you was working at the at the what designer con? What, what con that, was it? Yeah, I
4: think it was designer con.
1: One of the yeah. cons in New York we was doing something, and then mm-hmm. I was just a fan of his work.
4: Yeah, and then you got him in with love. Yes, sir. Yeah, we were in Toy Tokyo for a bit. Yeah, yeah. nice.
1: And we just good friends from there. and yeah. Working with different artists that we all link with. Are you
4: going to continue to go into conventions and stuff like that? Absolutely. Cause, cause yeah, we actually have one coming up. Uh, September, I think it's September 11th. It's called Patches and Pins Expo. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, so I've been far. there before. I, I get remember.
2: the yeah. sponsored post from that. I almost bought tickets to it, I think, last year. I want to go.
4: You guys yeah. should come. Whenever you're, you don't even need tickets. When you get there, just tell me, I'll, I'll get you in. You don't even yeah. have to. Because I went hundred. there one yeah.
0: year with, with a young lady friend. And uh, yeah, we just looked at some pins. I bought a couple of pins. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy how it was, like, big it's gotten. Right now, yeah, there's some pins. Yeah, yeah. You
3: coming? I mean, am I invited? He of course is. you're of course. invited. You invited? invited. I don't
1: know, he just extended it to the fellas. No, no you're welcome no, to come. Of no, sure. sure. course, at the table with you us. You know what I'm saying? I'm in there. We're calling yes.
4: you up. we want going
1: to rent the car. we out. we in I'm there. Absolutely you should get down. a table
4: for your goods. Real it's talk. not. It's not really limited so, real to products. Absolutely. You know what I I'm mean. So it's like I try to tell people all the time, like, yo, you should come here because like the amount of attendees that they get is like usually so in the thousands. Let me wait, oh, a but, no, but let me.
0: We'll yeah, it's like a line around the block. Yeah, because even yeah. when I went, like he's right. That while I waited in the line. It was around the
4: block. Let's like, Yeah, and they print? do them multiple times a year in New York, and then they do them in Cali, mm. and it's all over. So yeah. yeah.
2: Can it's we kind of talk about the subculture of collecting pins? Sure. Like, is this a big thing right now?
4: It's kind of been a big thing, but it's kind of like more like morphed into different subcultures basically like first it was the like music kids like the hip the hippie kind of kids that would go to like music festivals and that sort of thing and they would like buy pins and then like resell them at the music festivals to like have money for drugs and things like that (laughs) right right, and like doing those shows like i wound up you know like um doing well in the beginning and then you know i started like doing more and more of them and like i remember being in this um like 90 degree heat in like the woods of new jersey And like breaking even. And I was just like, this is not the market for me. You know what I mean? I'm like, I got to find another market. And eventually it just kind of started, you know, picking up steam in like the like the urban world a little bit more and just, um, you know, just became like more pop culturally relevant. And then I started building out the catalog more to kind of support that type of stuff like this hip hop board is basically for like hip hop or pop culture, like you know, you're dripped in polo right now. I can easily like if I saw you in front of my table, like I'd easily be able to sell you probably all three of those. (laughs) Polo bears. You know what I'm saying? Like like, oh, here you go, go, buddy. Smart. If you're a fashion guy, you know what's funny about that? Yeah.
2: Mm -hmm. I was at the scrap yard and I saw the polo bear pens. Yeah. I passed it up and then I went back like two weeks later to go get them and they were gone.
4: Mm-hmm. And I was fucking tired. You'll get them today. No worries. <laughs> <Right>. some, <laughs> some, some of you will get them today. I'll, Not today. I'm the, I I call getting them. I them. them out. That's I called them fine. out.
1: So you, you can get the other one.
4: It? Yeah, there's another one. I'll ship you something. That's fine.
2: Well, I want you to make a few pens for
4: me. Yeah. So We should make you guys a polo bear wearing like uh, clothing for the podcast a oh, super come on, p-shirt come on, and like the <laughs> polo hat. See, that's that a, would be fire see, come on, you know what I'm saying yeah. or we could do like a keychain of it nah you already said what well, yeah. was gonna happen bro you yeah
0: just, that's you just
4: said it you sport. brought it into it's existence
1: We yeah, yeah. hope you got a Bait New York Metro card pin that's why that was
4: for the 20th anniversary that was a hard one to to pull off you see all the detail on that I with the camouflage and then, the, and then you got the and then
1: and you know what's great I was wearing this shirt yesterday I was wearing the number with the first year anniversary for that shirt and that's over 10 years or something like that so what's been what makes the difference between
2: like an expensive pin and a cheap pin? Like, why so, are the prices different? So,
4: color is uh, a reason. Shape, Okay. so basically like the LV pins, you see how they're cut out in like that, that shape like that. Mm-hmm. You need a zinc metal, which is like a higher end, more expensive metal. Usually use nickel if it's like an easier shape. Okay. So that's one reason it's more expensive. Shape, or I mean size, so if it's a little bit bigger, the mold cost is more expensive amount of colors, you know, if you're using, like, for example, the Biggie pin up there, top left, the uh, stained glass looking one, mm-hmm. that has probably, like, eight to ten colors, that'll be a lot more expensive than the one next to it, Biggie Smalls for Mayor, which has, like, two colors, mm. you know what I'm saying, so, things like that, and then, like, Jay-Z wearing the chain, you know, you gotta pay a little bit more for the labor to attach that, the YSL one, that's a 3D pin, the Nipsey one, same way, those molds are a little bit more expensive. Yeah,
2: I like the 3D
4: pins a lot. Yeah, those are cool. Yeah,
2: it's so on the high end, what is it? Metal, and then the low end is like acrylic.
4: No, we don't use acrylic. We you always use metal. Acrylic. No, I don't. Only I don't do metal. those. Yeah, that's I don't probably... really look at those as real pins, to be honest. I mean, I know people make them, but it's more of just like I can't afford to make a real pin, so that's what they're. That's the cheap one, though. That's the cheap one. You yeah. know, know what I mean? A
1: lot of the graffiti
2: no pins more buttons. No more buttons. I haven't really like... spoken
4: on it, but that's that's the. No, that's I mean the... I know the material. Yeah.
1: No more buttons. Huh? No more buttons. We moving up. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah.
0: Well, there you go. He already. He already. The idea out there, I just gotta okay. just catch it and run with the ball. That's yeah. it. there, you
2: go. I mean, then, it sounds like he does everything, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah we yeah. can probably like In-house. put it in this week and like have it done. Look, in, like, don't a use week. my
1: sources, everyone. This <laughs> is my family here, by the way.
2: <laughs> oh, wait, so we can't make pins with him? Why well, so can make pins? aren't you, you on my team? So he's, <laughs> talking, he's not talking about us. Nah Trippy thing,
1: is a good person. This is one person that, you know, I call him up and then there's people that I know that's interested in stuff. And i be like, yo, Trip, somebody needs to get something done. And automatically it's done. He'll send me a little picture of what he's doing. I'll be like, there you go. And that's it. And to me personally, like everybody speaks to me about getting product made, even with the Funko's and all this other crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's all these just relationships. And that's how I definitely deal with Trippy. It is. And yeah. he's a, one of the first people I hit up when it comes to product or whatever. And first person that would jump on it. So I'm more than happy having you here. I appreciate it. And these are people that's considered as family to me. Happy having you for sure. Oh, and, thank you. You know, let's all make something happen. That's it. That's, that's, that's why everybody else do it. So why we can't do it too. So that's I say it all the tackle. time it's
4: like relationships are worth more than money mm-hmm. you know and when you apply that to business and you give like a little bit of extra you go like a little bit of extra mile for somebody they they appreciate that and mm-hmm. that's where you get the referrals that's where you get the repeat business mm-hmm. because you know anybody can just manufacture products it's like what are you doing to make it more valuable you know that's what i mean so
2: mm-hmm. yeah energy is currency so right.
4: is this self published
2: yes sir have you thought about going to a publishing house with
3: them? Yeah, but no, I don't. I don't like dealing with anybody else. Honestly, I want all my money for myself. So okay. I know it's harder work, but I'm built for it. Okay.
1: So you do you do like meetups and like storytelling? Yeah, I'm
3: getting like right now. Like the book, I just got it um, published, and I think it was February March. I wrote this in like 2019, and I only just got it published. So I'm kind of still on the ground with it. Um, I'm working. I have music that's accompanying this, so I'm in the mm-hmm. middle middle of shooting videos for it. Um, I'm also doing like commercials and stuff. I'm buying up ad space on like YouTube and Google and Facebook and all of that, so I'm gonna be pushing that through there mm-hmm.
2: but yeah
3: I'm you know I have stuff I'm working on. I can't reveal everything you know yeah, but in due know. time
2: so what was the inspiration for this? Like, uh, I guess
3: you slept through that part
5: no I, and I got you I got you
3: like I was saying. I have a lot of life experience, and I always catch myself giving advice to young women okay. um or just people in general, but for the most part, young women. So I figured, why not share that with everybody?
2: Okay. Yep. I was on your Instagram, feminism. Like, how does that come into this?
3: I mean, I'm not a feminist. I'm a womanist, but.
2: Oh, uh, I was just reading. No, the I know, but, but like, page. no, but.
3: It's, I, say, I, I have nothing. It says there's strength in femininity, if that's what you're referring to. Okay. In my bio. Nothing to do with feminism. Feminism is a ploy. They did not include women of color. I need y'all all to understand this. This is why womanism was created. And womenism is about equality men, women, children, all included just have to throw that out there. Okay. Some gems. Because I feel like pe- when people see me, they think I'm a man basher, a man hater. I love men. We're equals, I guess. But um I'm joking. We are equals. <laughs>
5: uh,
3: no, but there's strength in femininity. Like you can, I'm a very feminine woman. I'm not like, I mean, I'm masculine in the sense of I'm ambitious. I own my mind and shit. But I'm not like, <laughs> I'm very, you know, I dress like I'm a woman. I'm like a, a very maternal in a sense, and I'm warm-hearted. And I think in business, people might think that that's a weakness, but he just summed it up. It's absolutely not. It's about genuine relationships. When mm. people feel that you're sincere and genuine, they're gonna want to deal with you. I will give you right example. I do. Um, I ship this shit through Instagram and stuff. I have people reach out to me that don't know me because I have one of my homegirls that promotes me on her YouTube. Mm. Um, I tell people right now. I said, look, I'll ship everything out to you. Don't pay me until you receive your product. And every single person has paid me. I've never gotten, like, dicked on my fucking money. And that's I true. actually had a young that's woman true. ask me, why don't you take payment before? And I said, well, y'all don't know me from a hole in the wall. My Instagram page is also not the most professional. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, you, you're you not going to feel comfortable just giving me money. And that's not my karma. If you receive the product, you don't pay me. That's on you.
1: So I'm not going to to go what you just said. That's in what? Asia, when you order a product, you mm-hmm. don't pay for it. You pay for it when it shows up at your door. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And it's crazy that it's like that. I mean, to us, we're a whole other country. So when we, we, they be like, yo, give us our money. But when you're out there, they order it and they'll tell you a day that someone will come and drop it off at your door. Mm -hmm. You look at it. If it's what it's supposed to be ordered, then you pay for it. And it was funny that you just said what you just said, because that's actually the old ways of certain business. Uh Business will come to you and bring the product, knock on your door and be like, hey, this is what I have i like That's that good. type of stuff i had um the people i made the hat store mm-hmm. they were
2: like you don't have to pay until it's finalized like you're good with it i'll make it and as soon as you're good with it then you pay i was like wow that says that says a lot because you don't right. hear that because when you have That's the real
3: product say. for real but not, not to cut you up either but like it's when you hustle right the first first hit is always on me right first hit is always free right? because if you know you got a good product they're gonna come back to your product that's it's the same application. I know my shit is good, so you're gonna basically spread the word of mouth, and then it's gonna be like, oh, and she don't, oh, she's a good person to do business with, left, right. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know what was that face for? You gave me a little no, face when I said first I'm hit is always free. Oh, okay. I know you, you looked at me like smile, he, he you know? like he was a fed for a moment. He had that. Nah, i making me smile. Okay. I'm
1: what you well, feel. but it. you know what though? Now, because you do business and I do jewelry, how have you, you say you never got all right? Okay. But this is what I hate too. When you're doing a product for someone. There's nothing wrong with me starting the product for you. I have no problem doing that. But they, like, there are some people that's out there that will say they want this and want that, and next it minute when it's ready when the product is put together, they disappear.
3: I'm the or, opposite way. When I act, when I'm purchasing now, yeah. I give people the money up front before they even do shit. I'm just, you know what? It's, I really, I swear to God, I make every move with my fucking heart. I swear, and it's naive in a sense, and but I'm well aware I could get fucked up. I've been fucked over in life. I understand that, but I also know. That's not my energy, because every single time that I got fucked over and I didn't respond in that manner and I responded in a more mature manner, I got way better shit coming to me. I've had, excuse me, have had way more better shit come to me, so.
1: I like it. I agree. That's all. Mm. I so, mean,
3: the average person ain't trying to hear that, they ain't gonna be like, fuck you, pay me, and I get that too, so. Well, true. I can't well, you, you do
1: work for people that, you know, so <laughs> I am just gonna
4: say, with custom product, it's a little different, you know yeah. what I mean? Because if you have something, like for example, with, with wholesale, right, mm-hmm. if I had a new client I might send them maybe like an order up to like a few hundred bucks, but I'm not sending them anything over that. Mm -hmm. Or if I'm doing a custom order, like we were speaking earlier, I usually take half up front and it's kind of the same way that you do it. Like if I haven't dealt with somebody first, it makes them feel more comfortable giving me half up front rather than, you know, 300 bucks. And you don't know if I'm going to do the work for you. Or then they're like DMing me every two seconds. Is it ready yet? Is it ready? You know, so it just, yeah, I feel like it makes people a little more comfortable doing it that way, Mm -hmm. you know? And then if they do fuck me over, at least I have the deposit to cover myself. I didn't that's make true. any profit, but at least I covered my ass. Covered you know what it, I mean? Yeah. And that's the most important thing. So you don't want to take losses ever, mm-hmm. so if you, you don't have to. You know do I mean? you know the date of
2: the pen and patch expo that you're talking about? You know what?
4: Let me just pull it up real quick on IG. I know so, you said September. Just
1: saying what she just said.
4: When it comes to jewelry, I take
1: payment up half, half up front. You have to. Reason why? Because after you get the gold and you're getting it cheaper than when you buy it in a store, you could take that and sell it to whoever you want to and still get the same amount of money back to the value of the gold. Gold is always currency. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I understand everybody got their own products here. And I agree. But when it comes to certain gold, silver, precious metals, diamonds and stuff, mm-hmm. you could have it. And when you're ready to get done with it, you can sell it to whoever. And there's always a the person that's going to buy it. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to me with gold, I always say what you say. Pay me half up front. If it's someone I don't know, I'd be like, yo, you got to put some money up. Because I have to buy the gold, mm-hmm. that's why I feel. Um no, that's yeah. fair. I mean, listen, my
3: application of business is definitely not for everybody, but that's also why I'm I like to be independent. I like I've worked corporate jobs, and I've I don't like how a lot of people run their businesses. And because of that, it's one of those things. Well, why you don't do it yourself? So I'm, that's just how my mentality is. All right, cool. You know, I don't like how you run your business. I'm gonna run my shit the way I want to run it. Simple as that. Hmm. So yeah. each
1: his own.
0: So yeah. So before we get out of here, um. Why don't you, uh, oh, give me the book. I want to read a couple of excerpts from the book. <laughs> this book is crazy. Oh, you don't
1: have a copy of the book? I have okay. it. It's
0: just, it's just on the table. Oh, okay. My copy's right there. Okay.
1: You got to read the dedication. Oh, man,
0: nah. <laughs> nah, you got to read the dedication. I'm just going to just find pages just to let y'all know that this book is awesome. And I Thank can you. read. <laughs> okay, here, here we go. Chapter 17, make smart decisions for yourself and fuck what anyone else thinks.
3: <laughs> Simple.
0: That's a fact. <laughs> That's a fact. Said it in Portuguese. I'm just saying, this book is awesome.
3: I appreciate okay. it. Here's on another
0: one. Chapter 21 Be Like the Alligator. They don't bother or threaten anyone, but no one forgets that they're predators. Mm. This fun. is one of the first Never ones I saw. been a
3: bully, but everyone's on the menu. Mm-hmm. There we go.
0: <laughs> um, let me see. Let me, let me find another cool one. <laughs> no, nah, I can't read that one. Was that Falacia Gladiator? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't know about that one.
3: Yeah, I got caught with that one on the interview.
0: Okay, chapter thirty-seven. You're not the fucking pussy police.
3: Alright? Plain and simple. Yeah.
1: I like that What's one. the pussy police?
3: When you watch what another woman does with her vagina. Yeah. That's not your business. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. It's I'm like pocket
0: business. watching. You no, your
1: bed, stay in yeah. your bed.
0: Let me see.
1: I want to enjoy this book. I want to read it Chapter like See, the oldest.
0: Okay, look. Chapter 45. You need a fucking sense of humor, man. Seriously. That is literally the key to getting through life because it keeps you with a positive mental attitude. You really can't allow anyone or anything to take your happiness. It's yours.
3: See? Playing in some facts. Uh I'm a grandma.
0: (laughs) This is a great book.
3: Thank you. It's a New York Times bestseller. Uh I'm
0: going to read. Okay. Okay, this is the last one. Chapter forty six. The beauty of being a woman is using your heart to dictate your behavior. That's where the feminine strength comes from. Mm,
3: thank you. Oh, what a so chapter's end. How from. much
2: time do we have left?
0: Uh, we got about two two minutes.
2: All right. So we don't have time for hot topics. I mean, well,
0: let me let me find out officially. How much time we got, bro? Him? Huh? Oh, he, he said we got time. So go ahead.
2: Okay. So we got a answer to the Futura
1: question. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Getting paid <laughs> or they dropping the case and they discontinuing it. they dropped it. Okay. The logo. Okay.
5: Congrats Futura. Yeah. Why is that well it's
2: kinda no, no,
0: no. Futura. It's kinda oh, what I Memphis. said last week. Oh. It's because the uh social media public perception, he had uh people of power in his corner basically saying, North Face what the fuck are you doing? And it was so many people that The VF Corporation is a publicly traded company Mm -hmm. on the stock market, so these these shareholders do not want this this negativity because they want the money. So basically, they had to basically stop using the sign because it affects their shareholders because a publicly traded company, they don't want no type of negativity when it comes to the stocks and stuff because it shifts. So it could be like the littlest thing, like Don D could be like, yo, you know, fuck no face and burn it. On t- on, t- on 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 social media, they see it. Oh my gosh, we gotta contact him. We gotta give him clothes so he can <laughs> shut the hell up.
1: Yeah. Remember how Jordan was in my room, knocking my door, saying, "Hey, yeah. put the new Jordans yeah. on last week." Yeah. But
0: <laughs> this, is what, but it. this is what it is. Like social media is very powerful mm-hmm. when the right people are behind the your, your 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 cause. And all and all, Futura did was say, "Yo, they basically stealing from me." This is what happened, and everybody that I know was behind them. And it was at North Face, at North Face, at North Face. At, when you see so much of that, and, and then it got to the news, and then everybody was talking about it. So then they it's nothing they can do. They had to fucking just, you know, and the statement, you should read the statement they said. They, back, say, they basically man. backtracked everything that they said. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. we can't wait to work with him in the future, this and that. It was all this. So let's talk about this. part two now. Yeah.
1: What about the Olympian? Oh, my girl.
0: Um, I think it's... Bull crap! I think she should be running. They base weed is legal. It's just that these old establishments just don't want to change with the times. It's legal. Everybody smokes weed.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: Everybody probably the president, you know, taking a taking a one or someplace. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Am I like, allowed
3: to join in on this hot topic? Yeah, yeah no. Go go ahead. Ahead. I was yeah. just not because I was just conversing about this same thing. Yeah, it doesn't this make sense with regards to her. um I just know the the Olympic rules I think they say that you can't test positive so they're just going to do it as far as like technical reasons mm-hmm. um, it doesn't really matter it doesn't matter that it's legal here for, it's, at the, it's not federally legal which is why they could still get away with okay, the bullshit state, yeah, right? but yeah it was legal in Oregon where she took it so she was good um, but I just look at it look at it like this right girl's 21 years old you find out that your mother passed away from a reporter that's mm-hmm. interviewing you, a complete stranger. You don't know anybody's emotional triggers. I don't know anyone twenty any twenty one year old that has complete control of all of their emotions. Because at twenty one you're just finding out what you like in life. A lot of times you don't even know that you have traumas that are unresolved from your childhood and you you I mean, you don't necessarily have the right coping mechanisms. At twenty one you want to drink, you wanna do drugs or do whatever it is to, to cope. So the girl just did some weed. You smoke weed, had an edible, whatever the case may be. Um they already don't want her because we all know melanin is why all of these athletes dominate the olympics so mm-hmm. they're always looking for a reason to you know mm-hmm. i don't want to say exactly what i want to mm-hmm. say but i think you get the ah, gist you can
0: say. i mean it is what it is like, but
3: you know michael but michael phelps avid marijuana user usain bolt yeah that's, what, that's but what i think was. they're gonna argue that they used it off season because i know like with boxing it's the same shit like usa boxing i remember when they used to have the bx fight clubs um up in the bronx and mm-hmm. i used to get invite invited to fight all the time and i couldn't because they sent out like a mass email to anybody that's registered with USA Boxing, if you get caught with this, you're going to be suspended if mm-hmm. you get caught participating in this. And that yeah. was a money thing. It was nothing to do with, like, your safety. It was just because they couldn't make money off of those fights.
5: Right. So they
3: were like, if you fight in those fights and you can't fight, you know, you can't box.
0: Because mm-hmm. so even, like, for instance, major corporations, I mean, major uh, corporations, their drug list, THC off of it. You know what I'm saying? You can get most jobs, you know, someone like a Target or... Home Depot, the, these big you know, conglomerates. And THC is not on as one of the drugs. They well, don't even look for it. i want to tell though. you
1: something different now. It's my Home Depot. Home Depot drug testing is still there, but now they're lightening up on it. Mm-hmm. The reason why, because if someone is high and they drive one of those machines and they hit a person or drop a box on them, right. they're going then to be you, tested for... You, but, yeah. but
3: drug testing is not for you to be high on the job. And that's the shit that makes no fucking sense. Because before weed, right? Drug testing, you could do coke today and that shit is out of your system tomorrow right mm-hmm. and you can go take a drug test tomorrow for your job and you're gonna get that job even though you're a fucking cokehead. you could smoke weed a month ago and that thc is still gonna show up in your system mm-hmm. and you're gonna be denied of a job right now real talk on the job no i don't want i smoke weed but i'm not gonna like if i'm a doctor i'm not gonna be performing surgery hot right, right. i mean that's but and if i want to smoke weed in my fucking private time i should be able to smoke weed mm-hmm. just like cops cops should be able to smoke weed nypd still they they sent out a um a mandate telling them that even though it's legal here in New York, cops still can't smoke on their private time. I said, what? First of all, being a fucking cop, I would want to smoke weed yeah, if I I'm a fucking
2: cop. I out,
3: 24-7. Maybe they wouldn't be shooting.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Maybe they'd be shooting more. <laughs>
3: if you're high, I don't know. you're high, you don't want to beat
2: anybody. bang, bang. Yeah, bang, your bang when you're
6: high
3: on weed, you are not trying to be in any kind. I mean, unless you got you to be a fucked up person to want to scrap on weed. I don't know
4: some crazy so Stilo. i guess you know
3: the
2: last <laughs> one that comes to mind is uh louis vuitton air force ones did everyone see
1: those oh yeah trash I trash super trash, trash. i kind of like those uh, look like the, the the sneakers in the back of the east not even the east bay was it right on magazine the source magazine yeah, yeah, i remember those <laughs> little bootleg shits for what cool oh. cool kicks
0: and it's 21 colors 21
1: colors it's yeah. sad
0: they're gonna sell the shit out of those shoes
1: oh
4: yeah those shits is trash and sad how much do they gonna retail for, like for oh, that. bucks minimum, yeah. yeah. i don't know
1: i'll keep my jays on my feet i'm like, gonna right, make right, pins man. of
4: every single one and sell the shit out of it he's waiting he's waiting like i can't wait yeah get you, you the whole couple, set for under a thousand we got a couple of them here right now yeah we got some jordan we got the off-white jordan ones i'm missing the chicago and the universe or university blue but back to them shoes shit trash yeah Sorry, Virgil, but let I just think
0: that the collaboration thing is getting tiring, man.
1: Like, they gotta. Come on, Louis Vuitton. I'm disappointed in you, LV. I mean, You're we've been seeing
0: collaborations man. now for like five years straight. Companies just. It's like, it, it, it was the cool thing to do. But now it's just like, come yeah, on. We, we got to get to the next. Now. What's the next? What's next? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want a collaboration no more. I want something new. You know? A lot of
4: people stopped fucking with Louis Vuitton when Virgil came on because they felt like it kind of like maybe took the brand to another... Well, it, it I like, was it,
1: happy in a way, but yeah. I feel he's not doing nothing that said that, that substitute to me. I like
4: the earlier stuff. Like, yeah. I, yeah, I, I, like I the think their stuff.
1: classic logos is good. Their price points are high. Sometimes their price points is just right. But because you add Virgil, you was trying to appeal to get a younger crowd, what younger crowd is like 12 years and 12, 15 years old that's going to come in there and spend $1,200 unless he's you see flipping kids sneakers. at the sneaker cons. They got but, the money, these mm-hmm. kids. But, it's crazy. But they're flipping other sneakers to flip right. that sneaker to yep. get more money. And then it's, and then you're talking about, and it's not like the average guy that collects sneakers is buying that. No, it's true. It's, come on. It's <laughs> different. It's the the guy, the kid with the rich money, his parents. His yeah, parents' yeah. money, yeah, I ain't yeah. mad at him. He's making a dollar, but still, it's like. Louis Vuitton, just like MCM is good to you, Louis Vuitton is good to me. Mm. And there's some Louis Vuitton idols I have in my house It's probably very rare, that are worth a lot, that I save until I'm ready to let it go. Mm. But at the same time, too, I feel like after they assigned assign Virgil, they were trying to appeal to us. And at the same time now that they got us, I don't see not any of us saying, yo, I like that Virgil-Louis Vuitton collab. But I see people just buying it just to resell it
4: yeah that's that, yeah, most that's
1: of, yeah. it i don't see no one saying i gotta get that low i gotta get that item, i just bro. don't like how the
0: stuff looks i just i don't even I'm too much it's yeah like, i don't
1: yeah. add a little color and some chain that you found in home depot <laughs> to make it look you know a little if, 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 I, if i had that it. money
0: to buy that i would be in, investing in stocks or something like, yeah. <laughs> i just wouldn't do it like you I'm know sad.
2: i mean from like a design perspective i think it's good mm-hmm. but i also just think it's like overdone and like oversaturated mm-hmm. Um, so it's like not special anymore.
0: Sort of like when we talk about Supreme.
2: Yeah, he's like at a point now where the whole shit's gonna become a fad. Mm-hmm. But
1: Supreme was always collabs, the Climes
5: collabs, Yeah, wait, but
0: so well, that's their thing. That's you know their thing. But that's who started. But I'm telling you, talking. they started all that collaboration shit. Like for the other companies, they all want a copy over Supreme. It's, 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 I don't it's know if
2: they start like.
0: They started it. They've been doing it since. They've been collaborating oh, from oh, the 90s. Yeah, I, companies I, just started like I get it, hmm.
2: but companies have been working together since like there were only two companies. They probably worked together. Like. No, I'm not saying,
0: but they haven't haven't been collaborations. Like like think about it, though. When did you see the North Face Gucci collaboration? That just happened. I
2: think there were collaborations, but they just weren't advertised as
4: they weren't like plastering their logos yeah. like yeah. they are now. Yeah, you know. Yeah. That's what it is. Like
0: every five seconds a company yeah. is collaborating. Like I just saw a Nerf
1: Reebok sneaker. A Nerf rebound. That's taken. not the oh. first Nerf sneaker I've no, Nerf no, no, no. Okay, saying, I have seen Nerf did a collaboration with PlayStation. They did a controller. I actually they wanted used to that.
2: be that's a cool. KD Nerf sneakers. So, them, them, so
1: won't break for the kids. You I like are. that. Like a PS4. Yeah. I it's looking so, good. So that was cool.
0: On that note, we're gonna wrap this up. This July Fourth edition. Um. Please, we're,
1: people, be safe. That's it. That's one thing. Oh yeah. Well, is it the time a lot of people get hurt from firecrackers and too much be going on in the streets if you know what i mean i'm going home be safe be nice. <laughs>
0: home so where would they like to find you if you want them to find you on the internet? and where can they find your wonderful products
3: um you can reach me on instagram alligator underscore alfred everything directly through there
0: mm-hmm. and that's where they can find the book and yep
3: i have you
4: could get everything through me directly
0: okay trippy pins where can they find you
4: instagram trippy pins and uh trippypins.com and uh yeah that's
0: Oh yeah! Did you find out that date
4: for the? You know what? Uh, I didn't see there it on the a... Instagram. I believe it's nine yeah. eleven. Yeah. September 11th. Yeah. And um, I will get you guys a flyer as soon as it yeah, comes in. I mean, in. We'll, maybe you could repost it for we'll, us. So we yeah, we'll be more in more. touch. Yeah, Don, in, uh, for, okay, tell.
1: You know, we'll we'll figure it out. Don Dizzle. D O N D eighty seven. That's Don D eighty seven and King Midas NYC for the jewelry. Mm hmm. that, then I catch me here. Yeah.
2: Gk. I don't have anything this week. I'm tired.
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, it's so wonderful. When I, he's done this every episode. But anyway, you can find me on Instagram, Polo Parata, Superpeak Podcast on Facebook. Uh, it's on Instagram. It's on uh, Patreon. You can go to our Patreon. Um, you can get uh, limited edition merchandise. You can get the episodes a day um, early. And yeah, and also, you know, like I said, the book is out. You Thank know, you. I really appreciate ask you the having alligator, me. Alligator, and we have Trippy Pins here. He's out. Go on the Trippy Pens Instagram. You. you know what I'm saying? We're gonna be doing some business with him because he made he this 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 whole bear thing. We gotta we gotta make it come Make commission. it happen for sure. But um, we'll be back next week with the season finale. I'm Not gonna say who it is, but it's a good one. Um, yeah. Everybody have a safe Fourth of July. this is Soupy Podcast. Ciao.
6: My style mod, my style wicked, my style mod, run your beat. let me lick it. I don't know what you've been told, I don't bend it, I don't hold. My style mod, my style wicked, my style mod, run your beat, let me lick it. I'm nasty, sorta like a peep show, you can't have me, I am not a cheapo. I cause more than a wife when I'm in freak mode, why you think I say to myself I got a cheap G-code? Got grits, got guts, got spots, and I talk shit. I don't owe no man, I'm a one woman band, and my mind shoots like your gun, hell I like solitude, thought I was a felon, no fit. I just cannot be caught up for what they selling, huh. I am a full-time hustler. If you don't got no money for me, baby, fuck you. Just plain, I ain't change, I ain't bougie. It's still okay, but short change don't move me. I got bills and you paying all these pedophiles. That's not real, come and hit me, I am a better high. I don't know what you've been told. I don't bend it, I don't roll. My side of mine. my side of wicked. My side of mine. when you beat, let me lick it. I don't know what you've been told. I don't bend it, I don't
5: roll. My side of mine. my side of wicked. My side of mine. when you beat, let me lick it.